Vaishnavism is one of the major religions of India. Vaishnavism is also known as Bhagavatism. This sect regards Vishnu as the supreme god. He is the creator of the universe, reigns in the vacant and rests in the primeval ocean on the thousand-headed snake, Sheshnag. The color of his skin is dark blue and he has four arms. His wife is Lakshmi, who is the goddess of wealth and prosperity. He rides the great eagle, Garur. Brahma, who created the world, was born in the lotus flower which grew from the navel of Vishnu in his sleep. They focus their worship on the ten incarnations of Vishnu which include Ram and Krishna. The ten incarnations of Vishnu are the first one, Matasya, the fish. Matasya is said to be the avatar that rescued the first men as well as other creatures of the earth. Matasya is sometimes depicted as a great fish or as a human torso connected to the tail of a fish. Matasya is said to have forewarned man about the coming flood and ordered him to preserve all the grains and living creatures in a boat. The second avatar, Kurma, the tortoise. Kurma is the tortoise incarnation that relates to of the churning the ocean to obtain treasures dissolved in the ocean of milk. In this legend, Vishnu took the form of a tortoise to support the churning stick on his back. The Kurma avatar of Vishnu is usually seen in a mixed human animal form. The third avatar is the Varha avatar. Varaha is the boar that raised the earth from the bottom of the sea after the demon Hiranyakashyap dragged it to the bottom of the sea. After a battle of 1000 years, Varaha raised the earth out of the water with his tusks. Varaha is depicted as either a full boar or as a boar head on a human body. The fourth avatar is Narsimha. As the legend goes, the demon Hiranyakashyap obtained a boon from Brahma that he could not be killed or harmed by any means. Now, arrogant in his security, Hiranyakashyap began to cause trouble both in heaven and on earth. However, his son Prahlad was devoted to Vishnu. One day, when the demon challenged Prahlad, Vishnu emerged in the form of a man lion known as Narsimha to slay the demon. The fifth avatar is the Vaman. In the Rigveda, Vaman, the dwarf, appears when the demon king Bali ruled the universe and the gods lost their power. One day, Vaman visited the court of Bali and begged for as much land as he could cover in three steps. Laughing at the dwarf, Bali granted the wish. The dwarf then assumed the form of a giant. He took the whole earth with the first step and the entire middle world with the second step. With the third step, Vaman sent Bali down to rule the underworld. The sixth avatar is Parshuram. In this form as Parshuram, Vishnu appears as a priest who is a Brahmin who comes to the world to kill bad kings and protect humanity from danger. He appears in the form of a man carrying an axe, sometimes referred to as Ram with an axe. In the original story, Parshuram appeared to restore Hindu social order which had become corrupt by the arrogant Kshatriya caste. The seventh avatar is Lord Ram, the perfect man. 
Lord Ram is the seventh avatar of Vishnu and a major deity of Hinduism. He is considered supreme in some traditions. He is the central figure of the ancient Hindu epic Ramayana and is known as king of Ayodhya, the city believed to be Rama's birthplace. According to the Ramayana, Rama's father was King Dashrath and his mother was Queen Kaushalya. Ram was born at the end of the second age sent by the gods to the battle with the multi-headed demon Ravan. Ram is often depicted with blue skin standing with a bow and arrow. The eighth avatar, Lord Krishna, the divine statesman. Lord Krishna, the divine statesman, is the eighth avatar of Vishnu and is one of the most widely revered deities in Hinduism. He was a coward, sometimes depicted as a charioteer or statesman who shrewdly changed rules. According to legend, the famous poem, the Bhagavad Gita, is spoken by Krishna to Arjun on the battlefield. Krishna is depicted in a variety of forms because there are so many stories surrounding him. The most common story describes Krishna as a divine lover who plays the flute. He is also described in his child form. In paintings, Krishna often has blue skin and wears a crown of peacock feather. The ninth avatar, Balram, Krishna's elder brother. Balram is said to be the elder brother of Krishna. It is believed that he engaged in many adventures alongside his brother. Balram is rarely worshipped independently, but stories always focus on his prodigious strength. In visual representations, he is usually shown with pale skin in contrast to Krishna's blue skin. In a number of versions of the mythology, Lord Buddha is thought to be the ninth incarnation. However, this was an addition that came after the Dashavatar was already established. The tenth avatar the mighty warrior. Kalki, meaning eternity or mighty warrior, is the last incarnation of Vishnu. He is not expected to appear until the end of Kaliyug, the current time period. Kalki will come, it is believed, to rid the world of oppression by unrighteous rulers. It is said that he will appear riding a white horse and carrying a fairy sword. Through his avatars, Vishnu defends traditional righteousness in keeping with the moral law, that is, dharma. The most popular of the avatars are Ram and Krishna. Ram is often depicted in Hindu art and literature with his consort Sita. Krishna manifests his true identity as Vishnu to his warrior friend Arjun in the Bhagavad Gita, but he often portrayed as a handsome youth in the company of Radha and other gopis the milkmaids. The various sects of worshippers of Vishnu pray to him in different ways. For some, the goal of religious devotion means bhakti to Vishnu is liberation or moksha from the cycle of birth and death. For others, it is health and prosperity in this life, good crops, success in business or thriving children. Vaishnavites lead a way of life promoting differentiated monotheism which gives importance to Lord Vishnu and his ten incarnations. Its beliefs and practices, especially the concepts of bhakti and bhakti yoga are based largely on the Upanishads and associated with the Vedic and Puranic texts such as the Bhagavad Gita 
and the Padma Vishnu and Bhagavad Puranas. Religious literature. Vaikansh Agams are certain religious literatures that are regarded as canonical in Vaishnavism. Pancharatra are the texts of ritual worship which deals with the knowledge of God, the method of mental concentration, yoga and construction of temples and the installation of images therein Kriya and the observance of daily rites and the celebration of festivals. In Vaikansh Agams, detailed instructions are given for construction of temples and mouldings of images. Vishnu resides in his abode which is known as Vaikunth. There he sits enthroned beside his consort the goddess Lakshmi or Shri. She is considered as patroness of good fortune and temporal blessing. Five forms of Vishnu are transcendent that is para, the grouped view, the incarnated vibhav, the immanated antreman, the idol, ark. God as the transcendent possesses six attributes namely knowledge, lordship, virility, splendor, potency and strength. The grouped forms of God are four. They are Vasudev, Sankarsan, Pradyuman and Anirudh. There is a distinctive function assigned to each of those views in cosmic creation as well as in the act of redeeming souls. The devotees of, of Vishnu are also known as Alvars. The Alvars were Tamil poet saints of South India who espoused devotion to the Lord Vishnu or his avatar Lord Krishna in their songs of longing and service. The hymns of the Alvars were made into a consolidated volume known as Divya Prabhand. The bhakti literature that sprang from Alvars had contributed to the establishment and sustenance of a culture that broke away from the ritual-oriented Vedic religion and rooted itself in devotion as the only path of salvation. So, we can say that Vaishnavism is one of the major sects of India. Shaivism is the name given to the practice of worshipping Lord Shiva as the highest supreme Brahman. Shaivism is practiced widely throughout India and has many distinct regional variations in both philosophy and practice. Artifacts from excavations of archaeological sites from the Indus Valley civilization have been interpreted to suggest that the earliest form of Shiva worship was practiced between 2800 BCE to 1500 BCE. These artifacts include numerous lingas carved on rock surfaces as well as the Pashupati seal found at Mohenjodaro which has been the subject of much study. In the Vedic period, the Rig Veda saw the initial proto-Shiva figure develop into Rudra, a terrifying capricious deity who held jurisdiction over disease and the wilderness. Although only four of the Rig Vedic hymns are dedicated exclusively to this character, he plays an important role in the Vedas in his association with the fire god Agni and the sacrificial beverage Soma. Shiv means the auspicious one, Kalyanakari. This lance may be a precursor of Shiva's trident, the two great epics of India, the Mahabharata and the Ramayana also indicate Shiva's importance. It is with the rise to prominence of the Puranas during the Gupta dynasty during 320 to 500 CE that Shaivism spread most rapidly throughout the Indian subcontinent.
right. One of the primary symbols of Shaivism is the Ling, also known as Lingam. The phallic shape which represents Shiva by embodying both his regenerative capability as the destroyer and reproducer of the universe. In Shaivite temples, worship of the Ling is performed with offerings of fresh flowers, water, sprouts of grass, fruits, leaves and sun-dried rice. In the home, Shaivites often collect natural ling-shaped stones to which they perform abulations and food offerings. The ling has become the definitive mark of Shaivism, allowing a devotee to recognize and identify with followers of the group. The ling is commonly found in proximity to a yoni, the valvular symbol of Shakti. The tila is a Hindu sectarian mark worn on the forehead which varies in shape according to the different folds of Hinduism. The Shaivite tilak typically appears as three horizontal lines, also known as tripundra, drawn upon the forehead with ashes. Worshippers of Shiva worship him in various forms as Shivling, Nataraj, Dakshinamurti, Ardhanarishwar, Hardemurti, Yogeshwar and Bhairav. There are various schools of Shaivism. Shaivism has a vast literature that includes texts representing multiple philosophical schools such as non-dualist that is Abhed and dualist that is Bhed. Non-dual with dualism, Bhed-Abhed perspectives. Pashupats the ascetic Pashupat are one of the oldest named Shaivite sects. The most likely founder of this group was Lakulish, the lord of the club, who lived around the early part of the 2nd century CE. Each of his four major disciples, Kaurushe, Garg, Mitra and Kushik, established important lineages of their own. Although the Pashupat movement seems to have died out by the late 15th century, its precepts are still well known because of two surviving texts, the Gandhkarika and the Pashupat Sutra. Kapaliks Kapaliks or skull bearers gleaned from outsider commentaries, most notably Shankara's biographies, suggest that the group centered around bhakti devotion of Bhairav Shiv in the most terrifying form. Kalamuks Kapalik and Kalamuk are the devotees of Shiv who become known for their practices of esoteric rituals that allegedly included both animal and human sacrifice. Nayanars Among the first proponents of the vernacular bhakti tradition in Hinduism were the Nayanars, an exalted group comprised of 63 poet saints that developed in South India during the 7th century CE. Among the most prominent four primary poet saints are Nanchampantar, Tirunavukkurkar, Kundaramurti, Manikavasakar. Kashmir Shaivism Shaivism in the northern Indian region of Kashmir involves a number of influential sects which thrived during the second half of the 9th century CE. Among these groups were the dualistic Shaiv Siddhans and the monists comprised of the Trik and karm traditions. The Shaiv Siddhantas maintained what they held to be a pure form of Shaivism. They were led primarily by Narayan Kant and his son Ramakant. Nath Sampradaya Nath, also called Natha, are a Shaiv sub-tradition within Hinduism in India and Nepal. The Nathas have been a confederation of devotees who consider Shiva as their first lord or guru with varying lists of additional gurus. Of these, the 9th or 10th century Matasendranath 
and the ideas and organization mainly developed by Goraknath are particularly important. Goraknath is considered the originator of the Nath Panth. Veer Shaivas The Veer Shaivas or heroic Shaivas are the reformist Shaivite sect with approximately 6 million adherents located in the South India state of Karnataka. The movement originated along the border regions of Karnataka and Maharashtra in the mid-12th century, as is evident by their alternative moniker the Lingayats, bearers of the Linga. The Linga represents the most important religious symbol of this group. The 14th day of the waning moon in the month of Fagun, occurring between February-March, is celebrated as Shivratri, the night of Lord Shiva. On this day, Shaivite temples are elaborately decorated with hordes of devotees lining up to offer obeisance to Lord Shiva. Shaktism prefers to worship of Goddess Shakti. Shaktadharma is the science of cultivation of power. Its followers also consider the Shakta religion as old as the ancient Vedic religion. The followers of Shakti are often called Shaktas. Shaktism reveres the Supreme as the Divine Mother, Shakti or Devi in her many forms both gentle and fierce. Shaktas use Mantra, Tantra, Yantra, Yoga and Puja to invoke cosmic forces and awaken the Kundalini power. Shaktism focuses on the Goddess generally called Devi. She is worshipped most often as the consort of Shiva but has also been raised to the status of the Supreme. Shakta tradition specifically worships Shiva's consort in her various forms such as Parvati, Durga, Kali, etc. The two other principal goddesses are Lakshmi and Saraswati. Shiva embodies the male principle and Shakti embodies the female. The two principles of Shaivism and Shaktism are complementary. Shakti, depicted in her green form, radiates beauty, energy, compassion and protection for followers. Wearing the tilak of the Shakt sect on her forehead, she blesses devotees who shower rose water, hold an umbrella and prostrate at her feet. In the sharp sect of Hindus, Bhagwati Kali and Lalita are considered to be the symbol of courage and supreme deity in the world. The roots of Shaktism burrow deep into India's prehistory. The earliest mother goddess figurine unearthed in India near Allahabad has been carbon dated back to the Upper Paleolithic approximately 20,000 BCE. Religious texts In the Shakta Sampradaya, Shri Durga Bhagavat Puran is a major text about Goddess Durga in which 108 Devi Peethas are described. Among them, 51 Shakti Peethas have a very important place. Durga Shaktasati is also there. Apart from this, Kalika Puran, Shakta Mahabhagavat and 65 Tantras are prominent. The major annual festivals throughout India dedicated specifically to the Goddess include Navratra. Navratra is a festival celebrated for nine nights which begins in October. This festival is observed in Hindu lunar month called Ashwin. Bengalis 
celebrate durga puja during these 9 days by paying their respect to the nine incarnations of goddess durga on the first day devotees worship the daughter of the mountain goddess shailputri on the second day they worship brahmacharini the unmarried avatar of goddess parvati the third day is dedicated to chandraghanta the fourth day devotees worship goddess kushmanda who is said to be the creative power of the universe fifth day is for the goddess skandmata on the sixth day devotees worship warrior goddess katyayini on the seventh day goddess kalratri is worshiped the eighth day is for goddess mahagauri the ninth day is dedicated to goddess siddhidatri on the last day vijayadashmi is celebrated when the idols are carried in processions and then immersed in water diwali the festival of lights which takes place in the kartik mass in november is celebrated nationally during this festival worshipers direct their devotions toward lakshmi praying for material prosperity and bountiful harvests lakshmi is also invoked during this festival so as to counteract the activities of demons durga puja is the autumn festival of durga which takes place in october and is celebrated nationally although it is particularly popular in bengal this festival celebrates durga's victory over the demon mahisasur saving both the earth and the heavens during this time elaborate idols of the goddess are assembled with every step of their construction scrutinized by rites and rituals the goddess is worshiped during this time as a guest on the earth kali puja which takes place in october november and is celebrated throughout all of india the main purpose of the festival is to petition the goddess to destroy so evil by diminishing the ego and all negative aspects of the human psyche that hinder spiritual progression and the accumulation of material prosperity meenakshi kalyanam which takes place in april may and is most popular in the regions of madurai located in tamil nadu this is the festival which commemorates the divine wedding of goddess meenakshi with lord sundareshwar that is shiva ornate images of the divine couple are marched in the grand processions through the streets and large numbers of umbrellas and fans are beautifully decorated and displayed during the festival ambubachi mela is celebrated during june july specifically in guwahati assam this festival is held at the kamakhya temple in proximity to one of the most famous shakti peethas where the great goddess is worshiped in the form of yoni like stone over which a natural spring flows if you want to know about any other topic please leave it in the comment box so that i can come back with it if you have liked the episode please like share and subscribe thank you